Hi loves. Welcome back to the self-care keto podcast. I'm your self-care keto coach, Jess, bringing you a magical experience to help you release the weight from your body and your soul. On this podcast and in my coaching, I love mixing together a combination of both the concrete strategies that will actually help you get to your goal and the mindset help to actually help you implement it and stick with it long-term. I find that most of us don't have a lack of knowing what to do. We just don't know why we can't seem to do it or stick with it. Turns out you always have a very good reason because all parts of you are good and chances are that what you call self-sabotage is actually you protecting yourself, meeting some kind of an unmet need, or very intelligently resisting some screwed up motivation for weight loss. We want to keep all of those things in place, but redirected in a way that allows you to have all of your needs met, feel safe and loved, and still lose weight while absolutely enjoying the process. You'll find so many episodes about these mindset topics, but I also want to emphasize the strategies. So I've created this self-care keto strategy series or SKS for short, because it can be so discouraging to actually be putting in the effort, keeping your mindset healthy, sticking to your strategies, but those strategies aren't actually getting you the results that you want. If you keep a mindset of pursuing how you want to feel and taking great care of yourself through what you eat, and if you keep showing curiosity instead of judgment and a willingness to keep experimenting, you absolutely will get to your goal. Sometimes we do need to switch the strategy. Sometimes what worked before isn't working anymore. There's no one right way to lose weight or to eat keto. In this series, you'll hear a variety of strategies from what worked for me from one season to another, and also what has worked for other guests that I'm interviewing. Whether it's high fat keto, high protein keto, carb cycling, fasting, carnivore, whatever, keep the attitude that it's not a strategy that will save you or fix you or heal you. Your inner healing intelligence does that. Keep that attitude that no outside expert knows what's best for you. You know what's best for you, even as you keep trying to figure that out. As you learn and grow, keep revising your own food boundaries for yourself. You're not hopping off one plan and onto another. You're always following your own plan. When you're not following the keto diet, there's no keto police. When you're not following the WW diet or whatever other diet, there's no failing at it. I am always on the just diet. You're always on the insert your name here diet. You don't find the right diet. You create the right diet that works for you. And it's all about taking great care of yourself through what you eat and fueling your energy and confidence to show up for your passion and purpose in life. On this episode, I hope you enjoy learning about a new strategy that doesn't dictate to you, but instead inspires you on your lifelong journey of food safety, food pleasure, and food self-care. So this morning, I'm going to be talking to you about how to set up your macros to lose weight on keto. I I give a free curiosity call in case anybody ever wants to take advantage of that, but it's about a 20 or 30 minute free consultation if you're interested in coaching. And also I just give free advice. So advice is always free. You can find it for free on the internet. So why would I charge for it? That's not what coaching is really all about. It's not about information, but it's about transformation. So, um, but I do love to give free advice because I think there can be just an overwhelm of information out there and it can be really confusing and sometimes you don't even know where to start. So um, my best advice is to just find somebody that you feel like you connect with and tune into them. And if that's me, I'm honored. Thank you so much for being here. 
So clearing up the confusion surrounding macros. Whenever I talk to these women on the on the free curiosity call, they're like, I am so confused about macros. What What is that? What do I do? How do I set this up? And so first of all, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about what macros are and then um, keep stay tuned because I will walk you through exactly how to set up your macros in an app like Carb Manager or MyFitnessPal so that you can lose weight successfully on keto. So first, an overview of what macros are. So there's three different types of macronutrients found in any food that you would consume. So those are protein, fat, and carbohydrates. So there are also micronutrients, which are like vitamins and minerals, but we're not gonna get into any of that today. We're just gonna focus on these three macronutrients. So um, did you know that your body actually requires essential amino acids, which are found in protein, and requires essential fatty acids, which are found in fats, in order for you to survive, to get the basic nutrition that your body needs to run and do all of its processes efficiently for you to feel good. Um, So you need protein and you need fat, but there's actually no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. I never knew this. Um, you know, until years ago when I started digging into this, I had no idea. Um, and because, you know, the standard American diet tells you like, make sure you get lots of carbohydrates, eight to 12 servings of, you know, whole grains per day. And that's just actually not true at all. Your body does not need carbohydrates, um, in any way, shape or form to run efficiently and effectively. Of course, it's the, actually the easiest source of nutrition for your body to break down and immediately use for fuel, but there's nothing nutrition wise about carbohydrates that your body needs to survive. And in fact, when you restrict carbohydrates, that is what actually gets your body, uh, to switch modes from primarily running on carbs or sugar for fuel as its primary fuel source to run on its backup fuel source, which is to burn fat for fuel. So when in the absence of carbs, your body will actually then start to burn fat for fuel. And this is what we want in order to actually lose weight because your body will then running on fat tap into its stored body fat to use as a fuel source. And that's what's actually gonna cause you to lose weight or to lose fat. So, hey, Live Your Life 89, thanks so much for joining me this morning. Please, as I'm talking, um, we're talking about um, what are macros and how to set up your macros to lose weight on keto. So if you have any questions throughout, uh, please let me know and I'll make sure that I get that answered for you. All right, so we've talked about so far, the main macronutrients are protein, fat, and carbs, and your body absolutely needs protein and absolutely needs fat, but you actually do not need carbohydrates at all. There's nothing nutrition-wise that you need in order for your body to run efficiently and effectively. And in fact, when you restrict carbs, your body starts running on fat for fuel, and you can tap into your stored body fat to be able to lose weight. And this is the main premise of losing weight on a ketogenic diet. So when your body switches into burning fat for fuel, The byproduct of breaking down that fat are ketones, and this is the fuel source. So this is why it's called keto or ketosis or a ketogenic diet. Okay, so one thing that I want to start out with before we talk about how to set up your macros in in an app like Carb Manager or MyFitnessPal is this concept that's floating around called lazy keto. And lazy keto essentially defined means that you're not tracking your protein and you're not tracking your fat. The only thing that you're focusing on is restricting your carbs. And they call this lazy keto. So I actually mentioned this many times before. I don't like calling it lazy keto. Like I just, it's such a negative detrimental word for people 
who are taking initiative over their health and they're learning and they're trying their best. They're trying to lose weight or get healthy or feel better or whatever. And then to put a label like lazy on it, like I'm offended. (laughs) So I actually started out with what we would call lazy keto. And um, I started eating keto in 2013 and I started with Atkins. So Atkins is a low carb diet that has multiple stages through it. But the very first stage that, um, that they do called induction is essentially a ketogenic diet. And then you kind of move through the stages and you slowly add a little bit more carbs and you might not be in ketosis anymore, but you're still eating low carb and losing weight, just not as aggressively. So there's nothing wrong with just staying in stage one until you meet your goal weight or staying in ketosis until you meet your goal weight. And the premise of Atkins is basically what we would call lazy keto nowadays. Um, he he basically, and I'm referring to um, the 2001 Dr. Atkins Uh, diet for a new revolution. So he's long since passed and Atkins company has changed into Atkins nutritionals and they sell a bunch of products and so on and so forth. This was way before any of that. And I actually still to this day love the concept of the original Atkins diet because it doesn't put any limits on protein. It just says, just focus on uh, restricting your carbs and get your body into ketosis and you are going to lose weight and you will. You don't have to um, focus on your protein or your fats in order to start losing weight on keto. I will say over time, you might need to tinker with those things, but I find that the majority of people that I'm working with are either people who have never done keto before, or they have tried keto on their own, maybe made it a few weeks um, and then stopped, uh, fell off the wagon or things like that. So I do work with some people that have used keto for a long time and they need to like Uh, take it up a notch in their strategies, but primarily I know that's who I'm talking to. So I'm talking to you today and I'm here to tell you, if you just want to focus on your carbs, restrict them to like under 50 total carbs per day, that's all you need to do. You don't have to use Carb Manager. You don't have to use MyFitnessPal. That's what I did. It worked for me. I lost 50 pounds just doing that. Okay. So I want to relieve the pressure from you and keep your life simple. But if you're a person that's like, I actually really like using the apps, you know, I want to get on Carb Manager. I, I like all that stuff. Um, that's totally fine. And I know when you open up that app, it's going to want you to set up your macros and you're going to be like, what? <laughs> I have no idea what to do. So now we're going to talk about how to actually set that up and give you a little bit more detail on why it's important to arrange things the way with the advice that I'm going to give you. This is the free advice that I give to anybody on one of my curiosity calls. And this is the... Um, macronutrient breakdown that I suggest for any new person starting out on a keto diet to try. Okay. So, uh, you're going to open up your app and you're going to first put in your height and your weight and, and all of your settings and everything and your activity level. I would recommend setting it to sedentary regardless of how, um, active you are, just because that's going to give you like the lowest calories, um, for maintaining your weight. And then it's going to ask you how many calories, like, where do you want to set your calories? And I'm going to tell you right now to set it to maintenance to start out. And without getting into too much detail about why, um, just let me suffice to say right now that when your body dips into ketosis, it naturally burns an extra 400 calories per day. So start yourself off at maintenance and know that even though MyFitnessPal or uh, Carb Manager is not taking that into account, you know that your body is actually going to be burning more calories per day naturally just by following a ketogenic diet. So set it to maintenance. 
And then um, it's going to ask you to what type of diet do you want to follow? So I'm speaking specifically about Carb Manager right now. I ha it's been a long time since I've been on my fitness pal, but I know that Carb Manager has lots of different options. So like you could follow a classic keto diet, um, you could do carnivore, you could do South Beach or whatever it is. There's an option in there for custom and I want you to select that because you're going to actually be able to have uh, more control over um, how many grams of protein, how many grams of fat and how many grams of carbs. So go ahead and set up that custom. Then what we're gonna do is we're going to set up our protein and our carbs and our fat. But before we do that, I just want to give you a really quick concept. Um, so protein, you wanna set a minimum. Carbs, you wanna set a maximum. And fat, you're going to use as a lever. So if you're maintaining your weight, you can eat more fat per day to make up the difference of your calories. But if you're trying to lose weight, you actually don't want to go overboard on fat. So I'll, I'll get into this a little bit more. Um, so we're going to set a protein minimum, which means it's going to say, now that you're setting up your custom, how many grams per day of protein are you aiming for? And I want you to know that that means the minimum number that you're going to eat per day. So when you're logging every day and if it goes over on protein, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Okay, so this is the minimum number of grams of protein that you want to eat per day. How do you know what to set that to? Well, a really good um, a really good place to start is one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. I'm going to do a whole other IGTV in the future on protein and why it's so important, but most people do not get enough protein in their diet who are eating a standard American diet, especially women. <clears throat> I think we've been kind of like brought up to be a little bit afraid of that or like, you know, there's a lot of fat in meat and so on and so forth. So um, don't be afraid to get enough protein. And again, I'll do a future episode to nerd out with you a little bit more on that. But how do you know how many grams of protein to set? One gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. How do you know what your ideal body weight is? I would recommend looking up like a BMI chart online. So anywhere between uh, BMI 19 to 24 range is a healthy weight range. So I'll just give you an example for me. I'm 5'7", so that would be a weight range of between 120 and 160 pounds to be at a healthy weight. So go look up yours. Um, so for me, the minimum threshold for protein would be 120 because that's the weight that you would be at BMI 19. So for you, it might look a little bit different. Go look up your BMI, figure that out. And so for me, when I'm setting up Carb Manager, I'm going to say minimum grams of protein would be 120 grams of protein per day. All right. Hope that makes sense. So um, next thing is you're going to set up your carbs. So remember, we're setting a minimum for protein, but we're setting a maximum for carbs. So I would say set up a maximum of 50 total grams per day. And if you are still showing net, net carbs in your settings, you can go switch that in your settings before you set up the macronutrients. Um, I think that's in like the profile or account settings. You can switch from net carbs. I think that's the default to tracking total carbs instead. So I'm, again, I'm going to have to do a future episode on net carbs versus total carbs um, because we could go way long today just nerding about all that stuff. Um, but Suffice it to say, I find that most people starting out on keto are going to want to consume some of these keto products that are on the market. Totally okay. It's a great crutch to be able to move from eating, you know, a real Snickers bar to eating like, you know, Quest candy or Smart Sweets or, or whatever is out on the market. Totally fine. But those use sugar alcohols. 
and um, those are considered like part of uh, what would get dedu deducted in the net carbs. And I just find that I see a lot of clients stalling out when they're consuming too many of these things. So I wouldn't recommend that you actually do deduct the sugar alcohols when you're trying to stay um, under a certain net carbs per day. So that's just my personal opinion. I would say better safe than sorry for you to see the most effective weight loss to just track total carbs and let it be 50 per day. So again, when you're logging through the day, if you go over in your protein, totally fine. If you go over in your carbs, that's where we're gonna have a problem because most people need to stay underneath 50 total carbs per day in order to get into a state of ketosis. In other words, switching that primary fuel source from burning sugar for fuel to burning fat for fuel, which is what we want so you can tap into your stored body fat for weight loss. Okay, so we've said set your minimum protein goal. For me, again, it's based on the BMI. For me, I would choose 120 based on being you know, 5'7". And then I would set my total carbohydrates to 50 grams of carbs. And then fat, you're gonna use as a lever, okay? So what I mean by that is just let fat make up the rest of the calorie goal that you have per day. So <clears throat> let's just say that when you're dragging the little, um, the little measurement to 120 grams of protein, let's just say that that equates to 30% of your total calories per day. It'll, it'll give you the percentage. Um, so you'll, you'll manually drag it to the number of grams that you want and then it'll say, oh, that's 30%. It, whatever it says for you. Um, I'm just using an example for mathematics sake. And then you're dragging your carbs to 50 total carbs, regardless of who you are and your height and your weight and everything. And then let's just say that that's 10%. Okay, so 30% protein, 10% carbs, that's 40% total. So whatever's left over, that's gonna be 60%. So go ahead and drag the fat grams to where it says 60%. And let's just say, you know, however many grams that is, maybe it's 160, I don't know. Um, but that's just to give you an example of how you can set that up. You wanna click save, apply my macros. Okay, and now that you've set up your macros and you're logging every day, even still, if you're just starting out, I don't want you to stress out so much about the fat and the protein. Um, it's a good thing to just have eyes on it and be like, whoa, I'm only eating 50 grams of protein per day. I probably should up that, but you don't have to be religious about it. Um, same thing if it goes over in fat, that's okay too. Um, because if you didn't meet your protein goal and you went over in your fat, well, the calories are going to come from somewhere. So it's okay. And again, don't even focus on the calories, especially when you're starting out. Um, you're going to be hungrier. You're going to want to consume more calories because your body hasn't switched into ketosis yet, which when it does, your appetite will naturally suppress. And you're going to find that you're just not consuming as many calories naturally because your hunger has suppressed. That's why I love keto. That's what I call the magic of ketosis. You can lose weight counting calories, 100%. People do it all the time, but they might be hungry while they're doing it. You're white knuckling it. It feels like total willpower. Meanwhile, with the magic of ketosis, your appetite naturally suppresses, your cravings go away, and it feels so much more effortless because you're eating really delicious, satiating, high in protein, high in fat foods that satisfy you, and it's just effortless. To, to lose weight. So that's why I love keto. I, it's not the only way to lose weight, but I certainly think it's the easiest and most satisfying way to lose weight. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping other women um, to be able to find success in losing weight in a way that comes with ease and flow and feels like self-care instead of self-punishment or self-deprivation. So I think that I have covered it for the most part. Um, 
Fat as a lever basically means that once you reach your goal weight, you will be able to eat some food. Uh, it will be able to eat some more fat because you're going to be working with maintenance calories um, at whatever your new weight is. So practically, what does it look like to not eat more fat than you need to? So I'll just um, address that really quick. So I don't want you to be afraid of fat. Definitely not. Your body is running on fat. Fat is what's going to keep you feel, feeling full. But when you're feeling hungry, focus on protein. Um, so focus on especially animal proteins, um, meat. You know, these. this is gonna keep you really full. Um, your brain has a pretty good switch of, okay, I don't want any more steak. <laughs> like, I feel full, I feel good now. Meanwhile, fatty foods are a lot more highly palatable, meaning it's easy to overdo it. It's so easy for me to eat half a jar of peanut butter without even thinking about it or to go overboard on cheese. So just practically, this looks like using enough fat to make your food taste good. Like put the two tablespoons of mayo in your tuna salad instead of just being, you know, like, oh, I can only have one. Um, it's okay to have four tablespoons of salad dressing instead of just the two on the, on the label. So still be intentional about it. Don't just like dump half a bottle of ranch on your salad. So try to be cognizant about it, but enough to make it taste good and enough for it to be an enjoyable experience, but not to the point where like, fat doesn't matter. Um, and you don't need to be adding fat bombs to your diet. You don't need to be consuming bulletproof coffees in addition to eating bacon and eggs for breakfast. Like you don't need to purposefully up the fat content. In fact, the less dietary fat that you eat, the less fat from your food that you eat, the more your body will tap into your stored body fat. So again, don't be afraid of it. Don't deprive yourself of it, but don't go overboard on it. So does that make sense? I, I hope so. Thanks so much for tuning in for this episode and learning something new with me. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned that we often keep chasing learning what new thing we could try to get to our goal. We can hop from strategy to strategy, blaming the strategy for not working when it might actually be that we just never were able to stick with it long enough to even give it a chance. Why don't we stick with it? Well, I mentioned that it could be you protecting yourself, meeting some kind of an unmet need, or very intelligently resisting some screwed up motivation for weight loss. The fact is we're just often unaware of what's actually holding us back. After all, if we knew what it was, wouldn't we be past it by now? I can help. My spiritual gift is coaching, which is the art of calling people forward into their full potential and helping them to remove what's getting in the way. I use my intuition to ask you powerful questions to help you release the wisdom and resources already inside of you. I'm a mirror reflecting back to you the best of what you can't see inside of yourself because you've been taught not to. And I help you experience self-compassion and unconditional love for yourself by experiencing it through me first, which of course I believe originates in God and flows through me. Head over to my website, theketofit.com to see tons of photos and read tons of client testimonials about how my clients not only lost weight, but completely transformed their relationship with food, weight, and body image. Weight loss creates a domino effect in our lives because shedding is very energetic. You will change your life in eight weeks of working together with me one-on-one. -on -one. Just fill out a request on my site for your free curiosity call, and I can't wait to talk with you.